Hey everyone, it's Matt here. I just want to apologise for the lateness of this episode. We recorded it a fair while back. It should have been out at least a week ago. But due to some hold-ups on my end, it hasn't been put out until now. So I apologise and I hope you enjoy the show. Drop it gaming. Drop it gaming. Drop it gaming. Drop it gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Drop Bear Gaming episode 12. As per normal, your host here, Lucas BQ410, in the house. Uh, also, representing the Drop Bear Gaming crew, we've got uh, Susie Kate. How are you doing? Good, thanks, Lucas. Fantastic. And as well as normal, obviously, we've got Matt. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Fantastic. All right, so this will be our uh, our fourth attempt today, so uh, let's hope all of our internets are working and we can continue bring you this lovely episode 12 that we've got in planned for you. So, introductions out of the way now. Let's get straight on to what we've been playing. So, Matt, you're on holidays currently. So, what have you been playing? Well, before I went on holiday, I played a bit of AFL Live on the Xbox. So, I'm looking forward to getting home and getting into the PS3 version of that because that game's pretty sick. Apart from that, not much else. Try to play some iPad games on the plane down to Melbourne and back, but I was kind of not in the mood for it. It's funny, on the flight back... We were flying from Melbourne to the Gold Coast, and they said over the thing, it's really windy, so we have to come in and go around Surface Paradise and come in from a different angle to go on a different runway. And the first thing that came to my head was flight control. Nice. Like the wind, the wind socks just turned, so you know the red runway has just gone. Nah, can't land there. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show how representative of real life that game is. <laughs> Richard Branson did some quick finger swiping on his iPad and all landed safely. <laughs> Lucky. All right, so there you go. Um, Susie, how about yourself? You're also on holidays at the moment. I so am. What are you playing? Given Easter weekend, a lot of people on Xbox were actually away as well. So it was actually a really good time for me to get into playing the Saboteur, which I've had for a really long time now but tend to get distracted by other game invites from people so it was actually really good to sit down and try and power through the game as much as I could because it is huge there's just so much to do in that game I hear it's like 36 hours minimum to try and get the game you know 100% with all the uh, ambient challenges and so forth so a bit of an old game now It It is, it's a fantastic game nonetheless so which is actually pretty cool because my mum came to visit me a couple of days back and it was actually the first time she sort of sat down with me while I was playing a game and you know she's asking questions like oh how do you make how do you control them and what are you doing and she was really fascinated by it too I went and showed her the Eiffel Tower which uh, I had sort of unlocked that zone yet so I had to ambush through the uh, forbidden checkpoint and sort of drive away from the upset Nazis (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then I climbed up to the top of the Eiffel Tower and tried to jump over and I missed, missed the ledge and fell to my death. And Very good. Was your mum upset when you died? Uh, she just said, that wasn't very smart, was it? 
<laughs> oh my god, typical comment yeah, from a mum watching right. video games. <laughs> Good honour. Yeah. Uh, any other games at all? No, I've been just on my lonesome. Any um any PSN play this week? Ah, gotcha. No. <laughs> moving, moving right along. Yeah. Well, you did pick up a PlayStation. Yes. That's unfortunate timing. It is. Anyway. Yeah. How'd you like Mag over the um as the Easter weekend? <laughs> well, you know, Matt, you've insisted for so long to see the ways of the PS3 and best system and oh, and I finally Thing we're going to have this discussion even in more depth in a little bit, I guess, to me. And I've actually I finished finally finished Crisis Two, and made sure I tried to have a bit of a go at it again with different different ways of attacking the game. You know, doing a lot of different stuff in stealth mode and stuff like that. So it was a bit of fun. But I don't know if I'm. Well, I tried the multiplayer, didn't like it at all, and I don't know if I'll ever really play it again. I might play through the campaign again one day, but that's probably about it. A bit disappointed with the multiplayer of it. Got into the Gears of War 3 beta. I don't know, not a big fan of that either. Didn't really particularly like most of the the way the multiplayer works with it. Maybe that's just me again. As a simple man. (laughs) AFL Live. Been playing a lot and lots and lots of AFL Live and absolutely loving it. It was good actually having the the long weekend over Easter because there was a couple of fantastic games over the weekend. The AFL's now come out and said is possibly one of the best rounds in AFL history. And it was good to to be able to play the game and then turn it off and watch some games and then at halftime have another quick game. And then, you know, it was good fun. Felt like I was part of the action. It was great. How many quarters in the game if you can manage your game in a half-time break of fucking proper game? <laughs> I was playing, uh, I dropped it down to three minutes for the half-time games, so they were only oh, about yeah. 15 minutes all up. I picked up a, a fair few games on the iPad. Easter Friday, there was an EA sale, which I, I just managed to, to jump on and have a look, and I, I came across this EA sale. I picked up Madden 2011, Risk, Command & Conquer, Dead Space, also SimCity, and I got all of them for about 13 bucks. I think it was, 14 bucks for all of them. Pretty fucking happy with it. I went down to Melbourne on Saturday for our older brother's wedding and played a lot of them on the planes. It was good. I had four hours on the plane to kill. Got to do a fair bit of that, so that was pretty good. And I watched Dead Space Aftermath as well. Yeah, I guess that's, that's about it. And now... The DBG News. So moving right along into the news section now, got obviously the biggest bit of news that's happening at the moment. It's been a fairly quiet weekend, but uh, one of the biggest bits of news, I guess, is the Sony PSN breach. Something that has, you know, as you've already heard, has pissed Susie off because she did go out and buy herself a PlayStation, <laughs> got home and has not been able to use it. I'm, I'm sure you might have been able to play some single-player stuff, but uh, it, it's not the purpose for what you bought it for, so that That's kind right. of sucks. Yeah. If you haven't heard, basically what's happened is PSN's been hacked. A lot of people are saying it was the hacking group Anonymous because they did come out and suggest that they were going to do something like that, but what's happened is 77-odd million accounts have been targeted and breached. The Sony Corporation has just shut down the PSN. 
Anonymous did attack the PSN a couple of weeks ago. They did the denial of service and everything, brought it down. And then they stopped because they knew they were affecting customers. So they didn't want to do that. They've come out and they, I think it's something like a single intruder, a breakaway group possibly of Anonymous, but they're not Anonymous saying this isn't them. It's a different someone else. And Sony have said that the account stuff may have been compromised. So there's no, they don't know Brunt's credit card details are out in the open. They're just saying better to be safe than sorry. Cancel your credit cards and change your passwords once you can get back on the PSN. Which is probably a good suggestion at this point. Yeah. I mean, they, they have suggested that they did bring in a third party to come and, uh, you know, monitor what's been affected and how deep the rabbit hole goes, I guess. Yeah. So they've shut down the servers so that a third party can come in and take a closer look. And it's up to day seven of being down now. So that's a pretty close look. Yeah. Uh, well, the problem is they're not coming out and saying what the fucking go is. They're mm. keeping it real tight and secretive. And that's what's pissing off a lot of PSN customers. Because you can sympathize. They've been hacked and they're trying to do their best to look after their customers. Yeah. And I mean, this comes down to the problem that you know, evident in anything that you, you keep your credit card details online. Why a lot of people are scared to purchase, you know, make an account online for purchases and things like that. Because this kind of shit does happen. A real shame. You know, I for one think that if anything, they were probably an easy target because of all the shit that's been going down in the last couple of weeks or the last for three months, it's a real shame. You know, something more serious has to be done about stuff like this because if this industry is a ten hundred kajillion you know, dollar a year bloody industry, how the fuck is it so easy for this kind of shit to still happen? Mm. That's what I don't understand. It sounds like a bit of a, a cop-out for a company like Sony, which, you know, let's face it, is probably one of the biggest electronic you know, retailers or, you know, fucking suppliers in the world, why do they have to hire an external company to come in and have a closer look at their own systems and where their fails are? For Christ's yeah. sake, they've got that many fucking intelligent people working for them that I'm sure this kind of stuff can be done very easily internally. Does that just make it look like they're not taking it serious if they're doing it internally? I don't know. They're probably doing it in alignment with the external group. Yeah. I think it'd be nice if they actually did come out and tell us what the hell was going on. News site at this point and even ones that aren't particularly gaming orientated as well are, are talking about it um i heard it on the bloody 10 news tv tonight it is a bit of a pain in the ass for anybody who's got a playstation psn account there's obviously a massive hole in uh, in what their games are capable of at this point hopefully it hasn't completely marred the experience and susie how are you finding it you know you, you went home all excited and then what? It's become a bit of a joke on Twitter, actually, because I have the confirmation email for my PlayStation account. So basically, congratulations, your online ID, Susie Hulk, is now created. And the system went down about two minutes later. <laughs> so uh, Susie Hulk broke it. <laughs> it's, yeah, I think it's, so. It's a joke. It wasn't ready for me. Thanks a lot, Susie. That's all right. Yeah. You're welcome. Even if it wasn't anonymous, they've put the themselves in the worst position at this time for all the crap they were saying about bringing Sony down. And this happens, of course, they're the first people 
Yeah, get the get finger pointed at. Exactly. Yeah. Go back, see if you can swap it at the moment for something like Uncharted 2, because that is by far the best game I've ever played on the, on the PlayStation. I have heard that there's a couple of good PS3 titles to check out, and I'm sure maybe Easter next year when I have a few days to myself, I can get through those single-player games. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, because I did trade in something like 15 Xbox games to actually get my PS3 without spending too much cash because EB had a deal where if you traded eight or more games, you got 50% tradeback value. Plus, I have an edge card as well. So I was getting something like $25 a game back in trade value. Cool. Yeah, which you know, I was pretty impressed with because I wasn't out of pocket very much at all. But to lose, I guess, all those games thinking, yeah, I don't have this backlog to clear. I've now got an empty shelf except for Mag. And a Blu-ray player <laughs> with new blue. No, I don't even have a Blu-ray DVD. <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, I wonder if Portal 2 has been affected. I mean, is, is that running on the PSN or is that running on a cloud more aligned with... I, I read the other day it was. I don't know if they've made other arrangements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it would have to be. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking it would, yeah. I, I can understand. Only the PS3 version, though. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. it has to go through the PSN to get onto the Steam Cloud. Yeah. Or Steamworks, because Steamworks on the PS3 goes through the PSN, obviously. Yeah. So the whole thing's just stuffed. Mm-hmm. You could still play Little Big Planet too, and that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. To me, it all matters, and I'd be absolutely devastated. It oh, that it was over the Easter long weekend. Yeah, that's right. I was just glad yeah, that thanks. I still had the Xbox to have. Mm. I know a lot of people just have the PS3 to play. If I only had that, I would either be going outside or <laughs> playing the Super <laughs> Nintendo. Oh, do <laughs> I was thinking about it over the weekend. What the hell are people doing? What are they going to yeah, do this week? Farmville. Farmville. <laughs> Mafia Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny, actually. You read you read through some of the stories on the net, and you know, the majority of the websites have like a comment section underneath them and a lot of people straight away have started putting things like you know wow what do we do now oh that's right i've got 100 games on steam you know things like that and it's just like oh okay minecraft that's right (laughs) they don't have to go too far it's just i can't think of one person out there that doesn't have a pc that is into gaming pretty much even though it might not be a gaming machine at least there's a lot of play minecraft that's right It'll still play, you know, your farm bills and if you get really desperate. (laughs) That's right. There's heaps of those kinds of things. So at least you can still do something. Congregate. Go to congregate.com with a K. And just congregate and you'll be all right. No, it's, it's, uh, what, 41,507 Flash games. Well, that ought to do. Call of Duty Black Ops Escalation DLC Map Pack has been given a date for release, and it's actually just around the corner for us Codblops on the Xbox players. Juicy bits of information, I suppose, have been also put out, which was pretty good, I thought. There was some pretty funny stuff here. Uh, Four maps for multiplayer and one zombie map. So obviously this is uh, something you're quite interested in at the moment. Susie, do uh, do you think you've played enough of the last update to to warrant getting the newest one? Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Look, as much as I'm not terrified of zombies, they are a great fear of mine. I have finally broken past the zombies in Black Ops, mm. and I saw the, the new trailer that came out for, what is it, Call of the Dead, and that looks cool. Yeah, I will yeah, be getting... I like the new characters that they're adding. Yes. That's, uh, that's a really nice little touch. The ones that have been put out that they're saying so far you can play as Machete, or the you've got Sarah Michelle Gellar, Danny Trejo, Michael Rooker, and Robert, Robert England. Yes, yeah. Freddy Krueger. So that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. and Buffy. Yes. So that's their stage names, I suppose. <laughs> so. Trailer has been crafted together really well. Definitely worth a look at. The Xbox, then that comes out on, on May 4th, which is a, week a bit over a week. There's been no information at this point about when it's going to come out on the PS3 or the PC. I suppose it's the least of the problems for the PS3 people at the moment. I guess that's pretty much it for our major news for the week. As we said, it's been a bit of a slow one, but just touch on a few quick things in the quickfire news. Very quickly, Obsidian Entertainment has laid off some staff. They've had a massive 12 months. They've brought three fairly big titles to our, our TV screens. Um, Fallout New Vegas, one of them, got uh, Alpha Protocol, which was not a big title, but it was actually a bit of fun for anybody who, who had a bit of a go at it. There's soon to be released Dungeon Stage 3. They've gone and just basically started to clear out the house because those titles yeah. are pretty much done. They, they fired they fired all the quality control for Fallout New Vegas. So yeah, they, they've pretty much started cleaning out house. It's been fairly quiet from their head offices, but it's come out on obviously Twitter and LinkedIn for anybody who's connected to those people. So... Alain Noir was featured at the Tribeca Film Festival. Now, Rockstar and Team Bondi are you know, bringing out Alain Noir to a very captivated audience at this point. Their lead-up to here has been absolutely fantastic. They actually demoed the game at the Tribeca Film Festival, and it's the first time a video game has ever featured at the film festival. So full props to the Team Bondi guys and to Rockstar for that. During this demo that they, they were playing through, the art director, Rob Nelson, revealed pretty much that a new thing that they've put into this is skippable action sequences. Everybody's aware of the fact that you know, a lot of games, I guess, you've got the ability to skip through cutscenes in you know, the monologues and all that kind of stuff if you're not that interested in the movie, uh, in the, you know, the storyline or the movie side of it. That is the strength of Alain Noir. So what they're saying is if it's too hard to kill the bad guy or go through an action series or whatever, if you fail multiple times, what they suggested was three or four, then you've got the ability to just skip the action, cut to the end of it, and on with the show. I reckon that's kind of interesting. It's a new way of doing things. We'll see how that goes when it uh, when it drops. Mm-hmm. Nintendogs and Cats for 3DS has sold 1.7 million copies, and Pokemon Black and White have topped 11.5 million, so... Unbelievable. Mm. Good job. Pokemon's still a nice cash cow. Wii Successors confirmed for 2012 will be playable at E3 2011. Mm-hmm. Lucasarts have signed a long-term studio-wide licensing deal for Epic's Unreal Engine 3, so that should mean some pretty cool games from them, hopefully. Hopefully. So we're going to go for a bit of a break here. You'll get to hear a couple of people during this break either have been past guests on the show or might even be a friend of yours, so keep an ear out. Anyway... Talk to you again in a minute. Yo, Taylor. I, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Drop Bear Gaming. Had one of the best podcasts of all time. One of the best podcasts of all time. 
G'day, this is Craig Peebles, and you're listening to Drop Bear Gaming, so watch out for the drop bears, they bite. Yo, what's going down? Check it out. This is SO from the Almighty Glisten SO crew, and I'm chilling here live on dropbeargaming.com. Yeah, yo! Welcome back, everybody. We've decided to let Matt go and enjoy his holidays and stop screwing us around with his bad internet connection. So <laughs> it, it's probably a good thing he can go and spend some time with his lovely girlfriend, Ashley, and, uh, and yeah, just not worry about us. Leave us to our own devices to have fun without him. So anyway, this brings us to a, sh- a part in the show where we're going to do a couple of quick discussion topics on some of the games that we've been playing. First of all, this is something that Susie's probably going to get bored with. Um, she can go out and uh, you know do some washing or go and have a smoke or whatever it is you want to do. Dead so, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get in the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> God damn, I'm going to get my ass kicked. That's fine. <laughs> AFL Live is the game I've been playing the most of. I've tried a lot of different types of uh, gameplay at this point. Um, I actually, first of all, Picked it up on the Xbox. Big, massive thanks to the uh, True Blue team. Were nice enough to send us a couple of review copies. Also, they've sent us a couple for our footy tipping competition. So our first winner of the footy tipping competition was announced today. We've given, or giving, sorry, a copy to Barbobot, who has been pretty much holding down last spot on the tipping competition, but he's been in the competition since the very start, so he gets himself a copy of the PS3 copy anyway. So, sorry, mate, no multiplayer, but you'll be right. AFL Live game is great fun. I've played the majority of the AFL games as they've come out, and this would have to be 10 times better than anything that's come out prior. The last one I played was, I think... 2008 on the PS2. It was just boring. This is completely different. It's exciting. It's a lot more fun to play. It's, I guess, a negative is that it's it's still nowhere near the capabilities of some of the FIFA games, but it is going to take a long time to get to that point. But it's a different type of game. The frustrations in this really are the fact that there's just so many different things that can happen with every stoppage. So, and and it seems random. You know, with the FIFA games, you've got a hard tackle and you've got a light tackle. You know if you're going to go and tackle somebody with a slide tackle, you're going to knock them over and it's going to be a foul and and the other team gets a kick. With the AFL game, you've got a tackle butt and that's it. Occasionally, if you're chasing after somebody and they've been holding the ball, having a bit of a run for a while, occasionally they'll get pinged for holding the ball. But a lot of the times it just doesn't happen. You'll run somebody down, you'll tackle them to the ground and... It just gets a ball up or they spill the ball and it's play on. You know, you get pinged for pushing the back. And I understand that these things are, are random. There's no other way within the game that you could actually create these types of scenarios and have them. The game is heaps of fun to play apart from those few little frustrating bits. It is very responsive most of the time. There's major parts of the game as well that are automated which I guess you'd have to have for an AFL game. Mm-hmm. Like you can pick up pick up the ball on the run, snap it, and you've got a kick button 
or you've got a shot for goal button. So if you just grab the ball, hit the shoot button, it'll kick it just long. And the majority of times it will try and kick it to either an open player or to a pack. So it doesn't just kick it to you know, an open bit of field where you end up running around trying to find the ball after that. So, <laughs> you know, which gets frustrating, but yep, yep. it's good in that way. It, it's kind of fun. I did go over to a mate's house last night and I played a bit of one-on-one and it's where the game really came into its own and you know playing the single player campaign I'm nearly halfway through a season and I'm doing absolutely swimmingly I suppose you'd want to call it (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm on top of the ladder and my team has just been absolutely smashing the other teams I think one of the problems when you're playing against the computer is it's very very predictable and that was one of the major things that I found with the older games was how predictable it was so you know you could pretty much figure out long before the person got the ball what direction they were going to run in because they'd just pick it up and run directly towards their goal. This one isn't quite that bad, but it is still a lot more than it would be when you're playing against somebody else. So that was what I really enjoyed last night. We sat down and played about five games. It was just entertaining. There was a couple of matchups on the, the actual field that didn't seem to work too well. One of the things we tried to do was to go into the into the settings, change the matchups because either you know there was a tall on a short or whatever the ways the normal on-field uh, coaches have have the game set up Mm. so anyway we went into the settings to try and change a few things and it's a bit hard to get around when there's you know say the half forward flanks or something like that you can't go in and say you want one player to man up against another player they are already set on who they're going to be defending or attacking against you can't really change that without actually subbing the people around the field so you have to find the actual person you want to defend against and then you have to go and sub that player onto that person and then sub whoever was on that person back into the vacant spot then it becomes really frustrating to be able to do that where playing against somebody with a game like this did actually make a lot more sense of it and it was a lot more fun but anyway i would by far you know have to say that this is a game that should be at least rented if you are an afl fan you'll get a lot out of it and you'll probably play it for quite a while if you're not really an afl fan you'll never get anything out of this game it's too frustrating that's that's just the way it is it's not the kind of game like a soccer game that you can just pick up and play and have fun because it will just frustrate you yeah there's too many buttons too much happening on the controller all at once and yeah it takes too long to actually get your head around i mean played probably upwards of 10 games, 8 or 10 games before I actually even started getting to the point where I was winning. Oh, you know, wow. Yeah, to a person who has no interest in the actual game, that's just wrong. Yeah, they, they just, no one wants to play that at all especially in a single-player kind of game. I can understand if it's if it's a multiplayer match and you keep getting owned, pwned, or whatever you want to call yourself. <laughs> Would have been more than happy to, to pick up a copy of this, and I know a lot of people that have, and I think it's a great idea. I heard yesterday that you know from the initial release information that this game is already you know smashing what was expected of it so Mm -hmm. that's fantastic great news for true blue great news for big ant great news for wicked witch you know hopefully they just continue to go you know hopefully they've got the backup for really strong dedicated servers so that people can actually get online and play these things well on the xbox at the moment anyway and um really get to enjoy themselves. Fingers crossed that that happens. Absolutely. Yeah. It's good to know that there's a, a big Australian release 
this has been all Australian made. From mm. what I understand, there's been nothing external with this one. So it's a good fairy tale beginning to hopefully what could end up being a fantastic franchise. Mm. Here's well, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. The other game that I, I have played a little bit of this week has been the Gears of War 3 beta. From what I understand, you've got yourself a code, but you haven't actually even gone on it and put the preloader on there. No, yeah. I've, I've redeemed my code. The lovely Smoolander from Game Taco actually gave me a code the other week, which is very kind of him. On your Smoo. I have redeemed it. It just, betas are always just so inconvenient. <laughs> Hell yes, they are. Oh, and it, it's a little bit tricky because I didn't really get into Gears of War. played a bit of the first one when I first got my Xbox, and it's the third-person view that I kind of find a little bit difficult, kind of get the, the hang of. Never got massively into Gears of War, which is probably why I haven't done much with the beta. I would like to. I suppose the level of gore that comes with it is just not I don't know I'm trying to have a peaceful holiday here you know and, <laughs> you know obviously blowing up Nazi sniper nests <laughs> that's right is, is fine <laughs> charging at people with a chainsaw well yeah not really the same kind of family goodness really is well it? I haven't really found an appropriate time of the day or night to play it can't see myself playing it at night because I just don't really play games like that too late at night because otherwise I don't sleep and during the day I'm either working on site stuff or or anything but anything but <laughs> doing housework being a good girl that's right exactly. <laughs> making sandwiches and doing dishes that's right like it shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it I don't even have my brother here to back me up no god damn it Anyway, moving right along there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've I've had a bit of a go of the Gears of War. You know, I, I did enjoy the first one. I played through that twice. Did like the second one just for the gameplay. The storyline kind of bored me in big sections, but you know, it was still fun. It was still a Gears of War. And I was really looking forward to the third one, but... The multiplayer in this, I just don't like. And when you mentioned the third-person kind of view, it does get in the way a lot in this one. Running around with the camera behind you, it really does affect your vision. I'm not the biggest Gears of War fan. It's not the only game that I have, and it's definitely not the only game that I play. And I have not played either of them for quite a long time. So getting my head around the button configurations again and you know just getting back into that kind of headspace i've actually struggled with right now and i am getting my fucking ass kicked <laughs> and it is boring yeah so i do kind of in a way enjoy you know the fact that you're playing as as you know, the humans and the locusts i thought that was pretty cool but I never played the multiplayer of the second one. I'm looking forward to the single player of it, but I will probably never ever get into the to the um, multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of fun to play a Gears of War game again. I am just nowhere near good enough to be able to compete against most of the people that are currently on there because they're they're all a bit nutty for the game. So. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny though. I was asked not that long ago, why the hell am I still playing Black Ops after all this time? And mm. the simple fact is, all right, I'm not I'm not exactly the biggest Black Ops fan. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do. I like what the game offers. I just don't like usually the people I play against half the time yeah. because they just you know sit in a corner and try and rack up kills. But mm. what it is for me is the people who I'm playing with. 
And right now I have a fantastic group of people that I love playing Black Ops with. It's got nothing to do with the game. And I think, you know, that would be the same with Gears of War or really any multiplayer game. The third person view may not be an issue or the the type of maps, whatever, may not be an issue with the company you're with. True. And I think that's probably where I, I mean, there's certainly a lot of people on my friends list playing it, but a lot of them are overseas. So we're on different time zones, not to mention the lag issue. Oh, yeah think would probably be horrendous during the beta stages of the game well i i haven't seen a lot of it currently i think and this is this is just me you know right now trying to put a few things together i think we've only got a two-week window yeah and i think what's actually happened is that america has already finished their two-week window yeah and now it's our our turn here and then from what i can kind of put together it might be the uk for the next two-week period and and in those regions, so you know you're you're never really having to ping across the other side of the universe, yeah, which is good. And you know the it could explain why I am getting my ass kicked because I swear to God, there's sometimes where I've shot those motherfuckers right in the face, <laughs> and all of a sudden I get a chainsaw in my throat. Yeah, um, I don't know, maybe that that's a part of it, but I just put it down to the fact that I suck. Yeah, yeah, happy to put that out there. Well, it's, a bit, it's even a bit like when I playing Ghost Recon. It's the view is really hard to get used to because there aren't too many third person view games that are out yep. there, and you get these titles that appear every so often, and you've got to refocus on getting used to that. So you can't play anything else. Mm-hmm. And then once you're done with that, you go back to playing what you used to know, and even that not second nature like it used to be. So it is yeah. it is tricky. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, which uh, I think AFL might destroy FIFA for me. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I mean, one one of the things, sorry to go back to AFL. No, you're right. One of the things that I did find that was really good was I've been playing on the Xbox, and then last night when I played it was on the PS3. The actual button configuration is identical, which I thought was fucking great because the amount of games that you play where they just change the triggers and things like that, like just for no reason, left will go to right and right to left, and it just makes no sense to change those types of things. This was still exactly the same, so no matter what you pick it up on, either the Xbox or the PS3, you still play exactly the same way. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think it might, as you said, I think it might change everything for when I go and pick up FIFA again because now I'm used to playing a sports game and I'm getting that comfortable feeling of the button configuration. Mm. And then when I pick up the other sports game, I don't think it'll be the same. I always struggle when I go back and play Bad Company too because I go to, what is it, I go to knife and I crouch mm-hmm. or I go yeah. and throw a grenade and a knife or, you know, it's, <laughs> it usually takes a few, a few games to get back used to it. I mean, it's still very similar, but there's just a couple of those buttons and... Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's yeah. just silly. That's right. That's true. Should just be a universal button system. That would be good. Or every game should have customized buttons. There's an idea. Regardless. Regardless of the game, you should be able to go and customize your buttons. You used to be able to do it with PC games. Every single one of them, you used to be able to do it. Why not with Mm -hmm. controllers? That would just, yeah. It wouldn't take much, really. I mean, there's only, what, 10 buttons. Do people so. re- even really use Southpaw anyway? 
<laughs> Only in um, Fighters Uncaged. Oh, great. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you nearly tricked me. <laughs> Tried. Failed. I'm not um, just good at washing dishes, all right? <laughs> I'm good at being the tool. <laughs> I'm in controller. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, I will break the law now and talk about another game that I'm probably not supposed to talk about, which was inevitable that would come into the country anyway, under false pretenses. I had a game of Mortal Kombat the other day, and... I'm not going to disclose where I got it or who I got it from or, you know, any kind of, uh, you know, backdoor deals going on. But needless to say, I was lucky enough to go over to a friend's house who's just returned from overseas and he was more than happy to bring home a copy. So I got to go over to his place and have a game. So it's interesting. It is fucking violent. It really is. (laughs) And... I have no problem in saying that I have, you know, I know why it was banned. Yeah. There's, um, you know, it, it is ridiculously gratuitous, but some of the things are just really, really good touches in this game that I have not seen. I mean, I'm not a huge fighter player as it is. I don't have a you know, arcade stick, and I cannot stand playing fighting games with a controller. It just doesn't work, except for Tekken, because that was made for a a controller. But anyway, in this, for instance, you you start the game, you've got your three rounds, as per normal, every other fighting game, and you start beating the shit out of each other. Now, at the end of the first round, where that person falls, they stand up, they can be across the other side of the screen or right next to each other, basically. They might take one step back, they stand up, the fight starts again, round two. There's none of this, you know, resetting. If they've had their shit kicked out of them, they stand up covered in blood, their clothes are ripped, their face is half ripped off. You know, it, it's basically fight on again. Wow. Ready? Go. And I reckon that was awesome. I noticed it from the very first moment that, you know, it happened. You know, there, there is no break. It's like, okay, Raiden wins. Start again. Go. And they just basically just stand up and just start beating the shit out of each other again. And that was pretty cool. I thought that was a really good little touch and every other game should do it because it was really, really just more real. You know, there was none of this, okay, well, you know, we've just had our suits repressed and we're just doing everything again and, you know, let's just fight the second round now. It was good. I thought that was pretty cool. So they're going to make it realistic in between rounds, but they're going to make the fatalities look absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Exactly. But, um... I, I, I didn't actually see a fatality because no. I don't know what the configurations for the buttons and all that kind of stuff are. Yeah. So I was a bit disappointed in that because I don't know when I'm going to be able to play this game again. Yeah. And it would have been nice to be able to come back and say, hey, I got to see some fatalities. And now I don't think I'll ever be able to sleep again, um, which is what I was kind of hoping would have to be the case if they banned this game. There's always YouTube. Yeah. Well, exactly, yeah. And take, take two with water, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But on on that, I suppose, so I turned the Xbox on the other day and I was just scrolling through some of the screens. It came up and said, buy some clothes for your avatar. Well, it's a feature on the dashboard. It's in yes. uh, game highlights or something like that. You yeah, know, the avatar yeah. items, yeah. 
And I was just flicking through it and I saw this and it said, you know, it showed Mortal Kombat. And there's a picture of, you know, Raiden or Scorpion or one of them standing there you know, as the Avatar. I was like, oh, fucking sweet. So I went in there and it's the biggest thing. Like as soon as you get there, it's the big tab and, you know, you, yeah. you want to go in and click on it. As soon as I clicked on it, it said not available in your region. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty piss poor, because why the fuck do they put it in there? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's Xbox for yeah, you. Yeah, see, I, I, I had the same thing happen, because I, I jumped in, because I really wanted a Sonya Blade outfit for my avatar, because I thought, yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, that would be, yeah. yeah like a little beret, and hopefully some big fake boobs or something like that. <laughs> and, um... The, the same 200 method. Microsoft points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Thailand bloody special right there. Yeah, get get your avatar out of his jacks hanging off your leg or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so I went in to, to see what was there and they go, oh, well, we don't have any avatar items available for you. And I'm thinking, what? And I almost had hideous memories of uh, when Black Ops did come out with the avatar code, and when I entered it, it said, I'm sorry, this avatar item is available for males only. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sony. Yeah, oh, your oh, dish I'm isn't sparkly enough. Get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> is that some fluff I see on the floor? <laughs> Quick vacuum, now. <laughs> Be quiet. We're not going to start these stereotypes, please. Hey, Microsoft started them. <laughs> Well, I mean, like a good thing happened. It, it was the birth of Susie Hulk. I don't think I ever used the term Susie Hulk until that, that message came up on the TV and I took a photo of it with my phone and sent it on TwickPit going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and now Susie Kate's moved on to bigger and better things like breaking the PSN. <laughs> I went on a I, – I, it was like a six-tweet long rampage or something like that. I was like, women have burnt their bras and chained themselves to public establishments so that I could play video games, goddammit. <laughs> this isn't the 1950s. <laughs> and then what did it end up being, though? Uh, Just top all that off. Uh, Activision realised that they had made an error and so all the female avatar items were available free from the marketplace afterwards with the bigger <laughs> Apparently, I wasn't the only one that got a bit upset at about <laughs> women liberation and all this shit. I mean, <laughs> that's right. Because I just fair I enough. Did the picture Xbox support as well, and I went, "Explain this!" <laughs> <laughs> and I just hit the forward button. Pretty much. Pretty the much. fuck do we do? She's turning green. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it's gonna break the Xbox. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Save it for your PlayStation. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, shit. I have a $500 Blu-ray player now. Beauty. That's right. Aren't you lucky? Oh. <laughs> Should go and uh, get myself a Blu-ray movie. Arr. Yeah, there you go. There's an idea. All right. Well, we'll move on. We'll go on from the from the game review section. There was a good couple of games talked about there. So hope you guys enjoyed that. If you have any comments or you want to make any uh, you know, review details of your own that we may have missed, by all means, let us know. That's pretty much the end of the show now. So we're just going to wrap up and leave a couple of the uh, final words for you. So 
firstly, if you saw any of the posts today on the on the website, you would have seen that the competition last week for the Runes of Magic disc. We're looking to send that. We need some contact information from Biggie. So if you're out there, send us an, an email to admin at dropbeargaming.com and we will make sure that that game is dispatched to you very shortly thereafter. So also, as I mentioned before, the first of the PS3 games was given away for the AFL Live tipping competition. Barbobot was the winner. So... I guess we're going to be moving on now to anybody else that's been uh, giving us any reviews or anything like that from our iTunes. Hopefully, we've got some more feedback, and if that's the case, then we'll be able to offer another prize to somebody. Hey, I left a review on iTunes. Can I get a PS3 game, please? Do I have something to play? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this week you're the only one, so that might be the case. If nothing else, we'll let you borrow one for a oh, little while. Fair enough. <laughs> so you can play you can play some AFL for a little bit. All right. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Go and smash up Collingwood. Yay. Yes. That's yes. great. That is great. <laughs> <laughs> I can you know, vouch for that one. Susie's the only one, so it looks like Susie's going to be getting herself a, uh, a, a copy to play <gasps> with. So there you go. Yay. <laughs> There's a live competition winner. How about that? That's right. Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to review it every week. (laughs) More games. No. Exactly. (laughs) I'd be happy with a T-shirt, but never mind. I'll I'll give you an old T-shirt. You're going to write Drop Bear Gaming with a nickel or something. (laughs) Over the top of the Tony Hawk faded picture. Crackled paint on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good look. As per normal, we did send out a couple of uh, tweets and we got some fairly decent questions and some good responses here. So, Susie, you want to read out the first question that we we got this week? All right. So, Tekeles asks us, what animal would you like to see starring in a game? Personally, I want a pig. Okay, Miss Kelly Armstrong, a cat in a game would be pretty cool, other than connectimals, but maybe like a platform type game with maybe a jaguar that runs amok in shopping centres, schools, amusement parks, kind of GTA style. <laughs> I reckon that'd be pretty cool. Wow. That was, that was interesting. Oh, it's the best I could come up with on the spot. <laughs> the old cats. That's pretty scary. Kind of like Red Dead Redemption, but in reverse. You get to play as the cougar and just go. appear out of the bushes out of note. God, I hated them. Uh, oh. Yeah. They were, they were good to shoot times. Get the, um, uh, achieve, or the challenge for skinning <laughs> two of them and then skinning the bears. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't I don't know what kind of animal I'd like to see in a game, to be honest. The first thing that pops into my head, but that's just because my head's kind of broken, I think, was um, an anteater. And you had to run around just finding <laughs> finding ants and eating them. And, yeah. What about yeah. Um, the Sims ant version where you have like an ant farm? Wow. <laughs> Build your ant farm. See, <laughs> mine was fucking lame, wasn't it? Jesus. Actually, when you think of it, there's a lot of games that do have the animal theme. You know, you, yeah, there's Connectimals and, you know, Nintendogs 
and cats feeding frenzy with all the aquarium sharks, fishes, whatever. Not fishes, they're fish. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's that's the plural. Pretty sure. Fishes and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on. But I mean, thinking of animals as a concept of the game, it's pretty, you could be pretty adventurous with it, I think. Mm. And I think they've done some great stuff with those types of things. And you know, going further back as well, you've got the games like Spyro, of course, a dragon. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was, they, they made multiple Spyro games and they were all pretty cute. good. It was such yeah. a cute game. Yeah, that's right. And you know, taking it to the to the other extreme, I suppose you've got Crash Bandicoot, which was some of the best platforming games that I've ever played. Wasn't there like a, a little blue hedgehog? Yeah, something uh, you run fast and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good question. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, actually, I think maybe a zebra game where the whole purpose of the game is to find one that has exactly the same stripes as you. <laughs> I don't know. don't know if that one will work or not. We could try and pitch it. Let's have a chat to uh, Tin Man Games and happy yeah. birthday to them. There you go. There you go, Neil. There's a good shout-out for you, mate. Happy <laughs> birthday. Yeah, well, there you go. We'll get the Voxel agents and we'll get the Tin Man Game guys around and uh, we'll pitch to them. Okay. See how we go. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll keep you informed on our progress of our animal pitching games. <laughs> I reckon maybe a, uh, a game book adventure for kids. <laughs> a picture book, like a pop-up book. That'd be cute. Yeah. There we go. For the 3DS as well. There you go. We're making everyone else rich. We're onto it. Actually, 3D Connect would be fun. That would be good. Because then you could be a part of a 3D world. That'd be good. <laughs> Got nothing to do with animals. But whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Some people, some people I've known, they. Yeah. They really want to get inside those animals. Well, well no, I was, thinking <laughs> I was thinking we really did evolve from apes. Well. Some of us are yet to, but... Yeah, that's right. Some of us are still very close related. Next question Uh, we got from KNIT3000. Let us know how much you're enjoying MAG or the PS3 in general. Well, (laughs) thank you, Kane. In case you hadn't heard already, there is a bit of disappointment with the downtime. But without naming names, I have enjoyed staring at MAG on my bookshelf where it has been sitting there peacefully. And um, lonely. And lonely. I may need to contact the bank in the next couple of days for some yeah. reason, and I may need to relocate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was good today. Um, Craig Peebles mm. sent out a, uh, a Twitter for, I can't remember the name of the website now, but if you oh, follow Craig. Chat. It was like a, a, a site to see if your name had been used for any loans or finance. Yeah. I thought that was a great idea, and that that was very, very sporting of him to do such things. He's a good man. He sure is. Yes, he is. So that was a a bit of a a trick question for you there, I think, Susie. Thank you to Kane for sending that one in. I've taken the bait, but I'm not going to bite, so... (laughs) (laughs) We're stealing your bait, and that's all. That's it. (laughs) Dear Yoshi asks, anyone looking forward to Fantasy Star Online 2? Hashtag obscure question. And yes, I'd have to agree with that one. No, not me. I hadn't even heard of it. Oh, there you go. And I was amazed to see that it was spelt with a PH. The one that came out not long ago, 
just before the PSP2, that thing Matt knows it, being the uh, the Sony guy of the podcast, they brought out Fantasy Star Portable 2 about a month before that was announced. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty funny because everybody came out straight away and said it was the PSP2's been announced and it turned out to be Fantasy Star Portable 2. So there you go. And that was on that was on the PSP. So now Fantasy Star Online 2 is possibly rearing its ugly head and good on it. But no, I'm not into uh, to those you know, JRPG-type games. Okay. Thank you for the question, though, Diyoshi. <laughs> I'm just doing a quick Google search now, and it's just given me too many pages to look at at once. So, <laughs> so we shot that one down in a blaze of glory. But still a good question. I learnt something out of it. Yeah, there you go. So that pretty much wraps up our, our Twitter questions section. So thank you to the three people who uh, who decided to send them in. It's always good. Have a bit of a discussion around what our uh, what our listeners are thinking. So, as I mentioned before, we don't have any uh, any iTunes reviews this week, so there's no point really going into that one. So, I guess it kind of just leaves us with our shout-outs. Susie, you can take them away. Go for it. Yay. So, I want to give a shout-out to Mick from Thumbpad because he actually sent me a friend invitation on Xbox Live a few days ago. I thought that was pretty cool. So shout out to him. Shout out to the guy that works at EB at Carindale for adding me to Xbox Live as well. Oh, that was pretty cool. Boom. There you go. I pretty much don't really have that many shout outs this week, I suppose. I'd like to shout out Amigo Sniped, who's a good friend of mine from Texas. We did many episodes of Grounded Gamers together, which was a podcast that was a very international cast on that one. It was good, but that's now been shut down. So became too difficult, I reckon. Too big and yeah, just became very hard to do. So big shout out to Amigo. It was it was a lot of fun while it lasted, so thanks, mate. Apart from that, I'll just I'd like to shout out the big ant guys and the true blue guys. Thank you very much for the review copies and thank you very much for making AFL Live because I'm really enjoying that one. Apart from that, I'd pretty much have to say, you know, a shout out to Barbo Bot. Congratulations on winning that. A shout out to you, Susie, for being awesome. Oh, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> I'll give you a shout out as well. Oh, and uh, big shout out to Matt for convincing me to buy a PlayStation Three. You are the bomb. <laughs> Biggity bomb. I can't wait for you to come back from your holiday. Yeah. Oh, aren't you sweet? That's nice. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right. That's lovely. Well, that pretty much wraps up the show. So thank you, everybody, who's still listening. And we hope that you know Susie and I didn't bore you too much towards the end of this show. Without Matt's level-headedness, we've just kind of dribbled, but that's been part of the fun. Send us any more feedback. We've got the email address, podcast at dropbeargaming.com. And just send us anything that you want to talk about, any questions, any reviews. Get on iTunes, give us reviews. If you believe that this is better without Matt, then by all means send that in because that would be kind of fun. Mm. Um, (laughs) um, But apart from that, I am Lucas, BQ410 on Twitter, LucasBQ410 on Xbox Live, and nothing on PSN. And I'm Susie, otherwise known as Susie Kate, S-I-O-U-X-S-I-E-K-A-T-E. And I should be known as Susie Hulk on PSN, but 
who knows? So, <laughs> <laughs> it's what the confirmation email says. That's right. Big shout out to the Sony guys. Well yeah. done. Love your work. <laughs> That's Don't right. Give up your day job. <laughs> yeah. Actually, do give it up. Yeah. Yeah. And hide. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. This has been episode twelve. Yeah.